Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you guys going to try to expose me? Yep. That's is that what this is? is yep. Ilya's exposed podcast. I don't know what it is, but you two sitting there in this room feels like I'm in like, you know, like when they interrogate like people like the police officers. <laughs> They're in like that little office. Yeah, it does yeah, feel like that because yeah. the way we're sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So where were you? <laughs> so where you were don't you? remember where you were. <laughs> Damn it, Heath. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lightweights. We have the one and only Heath. He's us. lazy. He's no. How's it don't go? do nothing. <laughs> Always hanging out, talking, talking trash. trash. Okay, we got um, a super fan over here. <laughs> uh, our podcast, just like as a quick intro, is like super light. We don't ask any like tough questions. It's whatever, like whatever you want to talk about. Do you hate gays? Yeah. Oh wow! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right. I thought I, I thought I lived I was that down. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, no tough questions. You asked me if I hated gays. <laughs> I cut that you, out. <laughs> you cut that out subconsciously, but like actually, you did leave it in. Can we can we clear that up though? I don't mind. You could leave it in. Oh great. Okay. Cool. Because I feel like people really don't know what happened with that. They still think. Well, I, I'll get comments everyone. I really hope this podcast doesn't bring that shit back up. And start. Guys, if you're listening to this. <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> stop. So it was something that David did in his vlog that it was this stupid thing where like he was in my room and he said something and he was like, oh, this room's really cool. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, it's straight. Because you know how like, like yeah, 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 boys all, would say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's straight. Like I was like, oh, it's cool. And he's like, oh, so it wouldn't be like cool if it was gay. And I was like, oh, don't edit this together and make it look like Heath hates gays. Oh, you said and that. And then he just put Heath hates gays, Heath hates gays, like over and fucking repeated it. And then I don't know why, but that stuck. Wait, how and long then, ago was this? That was in the Denny house. But that oh, ruined wow. ruined my career. That was like nice. five years ago, right? I Yeah. I lost every single brand deal and I wasn't getting <laughs> Wait, no way. Deadass. I wasn't getting work for a year because of all the comments. And like when when like brands would like look at my page and be like, "Who's this Heath guy? Let's see if we want to work with him." And they'd go to the comments and they'd see that they don't know the backstory. It just <laughs> looks like I came out and I said some horrendous shit online and got canceled. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So they would only see that, and there's no explaining it. Um, but it finally, thank God, went away. Yeah. Well, to clear things up, Heath does not. I thought you were gonna. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna for a second, but I'm like, ah, no. He does not hate gays. He's he's straight with them. So (laughs) I was gonna. So I wouldn't be straight. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, you said you said a line from the movie Tropic Thunder's a second ago. What did you say? What do you mean, you people? Oh yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean, you? What do you mean, you people? Yeah, I feel like. Are you the person that like loves that movie just as much no, as I it's, do? No, it's David. Or David doesn't like David it, David right? doesn't like it. It was you that wanted to watch it the other night. Yes. I liked the movie. I'll be honest. The first time I watched it, I was like, eh. Hmm. And then like fourth, fifth time watching it, I was like, okay, this is really good. Right, right, right. I like it. It grew on me more and more. Yeah, it's like, I feel like it's a movie that you would like, it's like especially. Yeah, it's up my alley. <laughs> I love Tropic Thunder. Bro, you know what I found about Heath? Which is crazy. Which I was like mind blown that you don't know how to play poker, bro. Okay. What the fuck? 
Uh, it's it's embarrassing. It's, it's actually not even really embarrassing. It's just like a, it's confusing. Oh, you asked him. And he said he doesn't know how to play. Well, yeah. he kept inviting me to poker night, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> I'm a little busy. And then it was like over and over. And then I had to just be like, listen, I don't know how to play poker. I, I can't. <laughs> you didn't play it back at home? No, really. I I know. Coming from me, the biggest gambler in the fucking group. Uh, no, just like blackjack. Wow, you would love it, man. You'd fall in love with it. I know that's the problem. I'm kind of <laughs> glad I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't teach him. I feel like uh, Heath and us have like a small, like a, a a bigger connection than everybody else because he had skin in the game when we lost in roulette. Yeah. Oh, when we did the twenty five thousand dollar bet. Yeah, he had ten grand in it. You put that much in? Yeah. I oh was my. Be- I was believing in you guys. <laughs> yeah. You were so convincing. <laughs> Wait, really- hold on a second. Would you go back? No. Hold on. A You're second. gonna say do it again? I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go do it again. <laughs> well, I'm not asking for ten. I'm asking for twenty. Jesus! Oh my God! Well, tell people what happened. Oh, we lost money in, on roulette. We bet our bank account. Yeah, we bet twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> it's like it nonchalant. Yeah, bad. we bet our bank account. And Heath hopped in that bet, yeah. making it fifty with other people. But yeah, yeah. But so next time we're going back, Joe and I are doing sixty, and you would have to do twenty. Wait, I thought we were doing hundred. Well, yeah. So slow it 60, down. Sixty plus twenty. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. His and, twenty and his twenty. So that's eighty, and then plus like another twenty from everybody. Wow. Else. Okay. We're Dude, doing that tomorrow. I, I walked out of there as soon as we lost, and I was like, "I will never do that again." <laughs> that was it. I learned my I learned my lesson. Until Lightweight's podcast, <laughs> would you do it again? Let's go fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. I mean, this isn't going to be like for probably like another eight months, right? Yeah, maybe let's, a let's, year. let's keep saving up here for a bit. Yeah, yeah, we still yeah we still have to recoup. Did but. you feel like your soul got sucked out when we lost? It is the worst feeling in the world. Honestly, I wasn't like when it happened. I wasn't mad. I just looked at it and I was confused. I was confused too. I kind of got angry. You you spit on the table? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> on the dealer. <laughs> Bitch. Well, what pisses me off the most is like, it's one thing if we get excited, we're like, let's go make the bet. You know, we got some drinks in us. We're feeling good. We roll up to the table. We're like, here we go. Let's do this. And then we put the money down and it's 30 minutes of them counting the money. And then you're sitting there and you're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. I, and you it realize takes you're so long up. for them to count it out. And we also like it, it loses the whole momentum. We're also like looking for a table for like yeah. two hours. It's like let's just go and do it and get it <laughs> done. Like either we win or lose, let's do it. You know? Yeah, it's all good. It's not, there's always next time. Do you remember when we got kicked off a plane? <laughs> I've how many places have you been kicked off? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh shit, which one? I'm uh, going okay, Joe. That's the, the the one uh, when Jason was the the Joe. inmate. Yeah, yeah. I was that. I was furious about. I remember that. Wait, what I was happened? I don't so know story. frustrated because it's like we can't just do something normal. Like we can't <laughs> wait to fucking get to the destination or at least be in the air. Like something. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. He's walking around dressed as an inmate with like handcuffs on causing a scene. In LAX. Everybody's looking and I'm just I get on the plane. I sit down. I'm in my seat and I'm fucking ignoring everybody. <laughs> I'm like, do not associate with me at all. I was like, I'm just trying to sit here. And then Zane acted like he took the keys to Jason's handcuffs and swallowed them. Oh, my God. And then was like. <coughs> Wait, he actually swallowed the keys? No, but he made it oh, he, look okay, like okay, it. Okay, okay. And then everybody thought he like did swallow it. Oh, my fucking God, bro. 
And then it was like, or no, somebody acted like they swallowed it, and Zane thought that they really did swallow it. And Zane freaked out. I think, and Zane was like, "Stop! No, he's like, he needs to get the keys. Like we can't." Like yeah. I think Todd pretended to swallow yeah. it, and then they told the flight attendant, "Oh, Zane said it as a joke." And then she started panicking, thinking that Zane had oh this key in his stomach, God. and they would have to pull over in it the was, air. It was ridiculous. Oh my fuck! So then they started. So it's not even the inmate that got him; it was the fucking keys. <laughs> fucking keys. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and then they start like pulling them out, and then I'm still in my seat. They didn't look at me, and then they're were like, "Were you part of the group? Like, were you sitting near all everybody?" Yeah, we were like all pretty close. Okay, and then like as they were getting up, getting kicked off, they kept looking at me, and I'm like, don't, <laughs> "Turn around, don't look at." And then uh, they found out that I was in the group. And they were like, "You got to go too," and I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" Yeah, it was it was pretty frustrating. How'd they find out you were in the group? Well, everybody like kept looking back at me, and they're like, "You gotta just come with us." And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. "Wait, from where to where were you flying?" I forget where we were going. It was LAX from, to Texas. Or it something? was like one of the um, the view shows. Wait, did you guys get kicked out of the plane and then the airport, or just the plane? Just the plane, and then we had to sit there and wait. And we they we couldn't get on flights. I was in a different seat, like in the way back, and they like, called my name on the loudspeaker. Oh and I didn't yeah, hear it. no way. So then the flight attendant security came through the aisle and pulled me up. Like, so you gotta come with us. That's like, pretty badass. It was crazy. Everyone was staring at me because I think <laughs> you're you like guys... you're like smirking at everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the bad boy. <laughs> wow, that's funny though. Yeah, it was definitely a story. Like looking back, like I'm like, you know, that's a that's a good story to tell. <laughs> yeah, um, but in in the moment, we were all just so like just over it because yeah. we yeah. couldn't get flights one together and then two. Like it was like all throughout the night, so we had to like take separate ones. Damn, y'all used to be wild. We I mean, were. Y'all are still wild, but damn. Do the best. I have the best time. Zane was just on our podcast. You know that. Yeah. We have. I have the best time with Zane and Heath. Like when I, whenever we party. We, like I know. Like are you can I talk about this? Like you're sober now. Yeah. Well, I know. I. You're for the most part you're sober, right? Yeah. Like you don't you don't really like drink every weekend or like none of that, right? No, not even like during the week. If there's like an occasion, I will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just kind of like. It's mostly my weight loss journey that I'm trying to like stay true to, and I know like as soon as I have one beer in me, mm-hmm. I'm it's downhill, dude. I have no self control. Right. I can't just like coast on a beer or two for the night. Right, it's a domino if, effect. If I if, if that glass touches my lips, I'm sucking down the entire like thing and like getting more. Like it's bad. Wow. Um, Wait, you like beer? Like you like the taste of beer, or you just like? I that? like the taste of beer. I like the feeling of beer. And that's what scares me is like, that's why I wanted to like stop because of how much I like it and recognizing that like, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I'm drunk, I can't be like, I'll get a salad because I haven't eaten all day. (laughs) It's like, let's get pizza. (laughs) And then I'm eating fucking bacon cheeseburgers with barbecue and onion rings. Dude, I remember, um, I don't, we can cut this out if you'd like, but I remember um, over Dave's weekend. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever gotten that drunk that many times in a row. It oh, was yeah. it Bro. was the worst bender. <laughs> it was the worst we've ever had. It was back to back for four days. Four days, bro. Heath and I were just walking around the house, <laughs> like fucking hugging each other every day because we were so fucked up, and we're just like, it's like eleven o'clock in the morning. We're already somehow drunk. Yeah, we woke up like every single like the next morning. We'd wake up and be like. Well, shit, we can't feel like this all day. We should probably have a couple drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the next thing you know. <gasps> dude, Heath and I would be fucking downing like a handle of tequila. Remember? We'd, yes. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it was bad. I'm telling you, like, Zane and Heath are the best. 
to fucking party with. The best. Or the dude. worst because we, nah, <laughs> we the encourage nah, a little too much. Um, no, we just, we have fun. It's like the Florida in us. We just like, that is like what we would do back home. It's just fun. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just fun. It is fun. It's like careless in, yeah. a, in like a really fun way. Like, I don't And then as you start like nearing 30, you're like, I should probably dial it back a bit. Right, right, right. Because my liver and my lungs and my yeah. everything else yeah. are going to go out. Uh, but yeah, so I'm trying to like not wean myself off, but like just don't drink. Like normally I would have a drink if I was like doing this. Like I would have grabbed a beer or even like at restaurants, I would always just have a drink for no reason. But now I'm just like, I don't need it. Right, right. For sure. Uh, but I went to a wedding uh, like a week and a half ago for my buddy and uh, I got fucking destroyed. Uh, <laughs> so bad it was a special occasion that's what I love that I love that and that's the thing like how you're saying like oh when I'm with Zane he's like it's a, it's a thing that's you know? how everyone is with you exactly and like when I go home to like my Florida boys like I'm st- I'm known back there for it too I'm known for it out here and it's just like you get there and they're like he, you know what time it is <laughs> and I can't be like I'm sober now I don't I, you right know, I don't right because really- they're your boys you don't want to fucking and, and like I feel like a lot of people not rely on me to like get the party, you know what I mean? But like it's kind of like a role I've taken on to where and like, it's hard to step back from that. Yeah, because like pe- people, people rely like, on you. Expect me to yes. like get this shit going, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. Whenever and, whenever Zane is not drinking, or sorry, whenever other people aren't drinking and Zane is, he's in the worst mood because like yeah. he doesn't have a partner to drink with. It's you the know? energy. Yes, it is totally the energy. But like I don't know, my opinion. It makes sense because, like I was telling you the other day, like we're growing up, like we're yeah. in the phase of like like running businesses and other people actually relying. We on got us a like, lot of shit. We have shit on our shoulders yeah. now. You know, it's not just like let me get fucked up and then I don't have anything to do the next day. I was actually talking to Zane about this the other night. Like we were talking about like the Denny house and the apartment and like where we used to live and everything felt so different because we didn't have a care in the world. You know, we didn't like we weren't like worrying about a business or anything. It wasn't like it was just everything was fun. And now it's like, well, shit, like I can't be doing that because I got shit that I have to take care of. Yeah. You know? And I guess that's the whole thing of growing up. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> called being an adult. <laughs> yeah, you graduate college and you get a job and then you die. <laughs> How much did you lose weight-wise? Uh, right now I'm down just over 20 pounds. That's sick. Yeah, you too. Thanks. And was it hard for you to quit cigarettes? Honestly... It wasn't the worst, but that's also because I, when I quit cigarettes, I switched to like an e-cigarette. Mm. So I still like quit cigarettes. I switched to cooking. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so it wasn't like I actually like quit. Yeah, right. Um, but when I did end up quitting like nicotine completely, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Really? Oh my god. What does it feel you like? Can't Do you sweat and itch? It was it was like two weeks to a month of just me being the nastiest version of myself that you could imagine. Oh wow! Like I was just angry. I was irritable. I was like snippy. Like I was just like constantly like annoyed because one, my body was like craving it, and I was like having withdrawals, and it was just such like an addiction, like a a mental thing, like a hand to hand to mouth contact, like mm-hmm. whatever they call that, a tick. Yeah, and it was just, like, a part of my life. 
This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game. But guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. For so long that like when I stopped completely, it was I was freaking out. I've done stupid drugs. Like I've done dumb shit that people shouldn't do. And when I say cigarettes are way harder than anything else I've ever quit in my life, like that's nuts. Yeah, I think they're the most addictive. Nicotine is, is the most addictive, right? A hundred percent. Have you done horse tracks? No, I've always wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I recently took up cigarettes. Really? Yeah. You not like, like them? No. Wait, not, actually? Not like I don't smoke every day, but I will tell you this. I was in Europe, and I'm not joking. I smoked probably every day for two weeks. Really? When was the last time you had one? Right before this podcast? Um, yeah, a couple hours ago at the gym. Before the gym. <laughs> at the gym. First thing I ever did was dip. That was the first thing I ever tried that was like tobacco product. Did you like it at first? I fucking loved it. Really? <laughs> we <Wow>. all, <clears throat> me and my boys, we went to this gas station and like we bought it and we were all scared to try it. Like we'd seen people do it. We're like, why don't you try it first? They're like, no, you try it. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. I was like, give it to me. So I put it in my lip and I'm sitting there and I'm just like sucking on it and like spitting for like a few minutes. And they're like, what is it? What, what does it feel like? Do you feel anything? I'm like, no, not really. And they're like, damn. And then my lips started burning. I started like tearing up and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. So I went to get up to give it to my friend and I almost fell flat on my fucking face. Oh my God, I was dude. Sitting, I stood up and I just, 
literally fell forward into the table. Jesus. And I was like, whoa. Oh, that's crazy. Like, I'd never been lightheaded like that in my life. That's nuts. And then I just fell in love with dip. And then I started dipping for like a year. And then I quit dip and then I started cigarettes. And then after cigarettes, what'd you do? Weed? I never liked weed. I never really got into that. I just didn't like the feeling of being high. Mm. Um, it made me super paranoid. I always thought somebody was out to kill me. Like, we'd be sitting in this room. If I was high right now, I'd think one of you was fucking plotting something to kill me. Yeah, but Z- Zane said that your high episode was like one of the best ones. It was really funny. <laughs> I was telling, oh, we were talking about this. We should uh, we should get high, like either for our episode or yours. Because cause, like, I feel like that'd be fucking really funny. Because Zane yeah. and I together high is like insane. Dude, I'm like, really? I would hate it. No, but you have to smoke a little bit less. We would yeah, be a lot we, less. We would yeah. be holding each other in the corner. Dude. While I- they're like dicking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do it. I didn't even like really want to be around Zane or Matt if I'm high. I was just like, oh, man, they're going to judge me. Then they're going to try to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever move back to Florida? Probably not. Really? I don't think so. Really? It's get, like, well, I guess in the area that I'm from, it's just getting way too populated. No, but you don't have, not, I'm not saying your hometown, but in Florida in general, like, where are you from? What city? Fort Lauderdale. Well, plantation. Okay. So... Would you move back to like Miami or like Tampa? Hate Miami. You hate Miami? Hate it. What the fuck? Why? It's, it's fun for like a weekend trip. Right. But to deal with it every day is a lot. Really? Yeah. And really? I could see that. Unless know. unless I'm on fucking Star Island and everybody's like bringing shit to my house and I don't have to leave, sure. Right, right, right. You know? Uh, but the traffic there is brutal. It's brutal. Wow. That's but it's like it's beautiful, you know. Like I love like the whole like boat scene. Like yeah, 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 Miami yeah. feels like Miami, if that makes like obviously, but like Miami does feel like Miami. I get it, what you're saying. It is the most. It's yeah. Feel like what you think it is. Yes. Like I know when I moved to LA, I was like, "This is weird, not what I expected." Yeah. Miami, yeah. you're like, "Wow, this is every single movie, TV show like about Miami." When did you move to LA? Uh, eight years ago. Did you move with Zane? Yeah. Together, you guys. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest fucking thing, dude. Do you drive or fly? Uh, we flew and then shipped our cars. Ah, you didn't want to drive? Uh, well, my, my truck was loaded up with everything. So it had everything I was moving out here with. That's what I did. So I packed it down, shipped it, and then I just flew out here with like some clothes and you stuff. You guys were only doing Vine when you moved here, right? You weren't yeah. doing anything else? Did you move out here with any money? Before moving out here, I think I had like $40,000 saved. I had thirty. Oh, dude, I, th- I thought I was on top of the world. Oh, I was terrified. Every day I saw it go down, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, and then I fucking <laughs> lost it all. Really? Yeah. Did you think you were going to have to move back? I did move back for a few months. Did you really? Yeah. In the Denny house, I left for like three months, moved back into my parents. And then when I, had- I didn't know if I was going to come back or not. That was when I was like at my lowest, lowest point in my life. And I moved back, didn't know if I wanted to come back out or not. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give it one more try. Hell yeah. And then I I bought a camera with all the money I had in my bank account. And then I started my own YouTube channel. Dude, I totally did not know that. Yeah. I I had no money. What did you feel when you went home? Were you sad? Yeah, it was the worst feeling I've ever had. Like, this is like my genuine lowest point in my life. My mom was like helping me on my rent out here. And it got to the point I was like, I'm not making any money. Blew through everything. I was like negative in my bank account. Went back home to my parents. I got paid for some brand deal that I did. 
uh, I had like a couple grand. And I was like, shit, okay, buy a camera. Give it one more shot. Don't fucking give up. And then I came back, started the channel, and then... Here you are. Yeah. Dude, props so to weird. you. Because honestly, anybody else in your shoes that would have gone back home would not have come back. 99% right. of people. Right. And I really, like, I I think there's so much fucking value in that. And that's that's one thing, like, like people ask me about it. Like, that was the worst part of my life, but I needed it to happen. And what happened leading up to that that put me in such a horrible place was the biggest blessing looking back that I could have ever asked for. Yeah. I, I got fucked over, like horrible things happen. And I was like, this is awful. I don't want to feel this anymore. And then being in that position really pushed me. Like if I'm going to do this, fucking do this. And if I stayed doing what I was doing, I would have been okay, but it wasn't like, wasn't what you wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But everything happening happened for a reason. That's why I always tell people like, even when shit gets the worst, like, Worse than you can imagine It could be a good thing One of my favorite things One of my favorite things That anyone has said I don't I don't know if this was The original person that said it But Tory Lanez Right uh, He was He's doing a podcast And he said that The moment like Where everything is not going your way And like You feel like you're working And like Just nothing Nothing is Is Is, is happening Like you have no You have no Success And like mm-hmm. Everything is just shit That's the moment Where the breakthrough Breakthrough happens Right that's the moment where, like, so true, if though. you don't stop, it will happen. Yeah. But, again, most people do stop and they don't realize that. But, you, like, life isn't going to hand it to you. No. You know? It's really not. And, like, it's – you have to fucking work for it. So that's that's awesome that you did that. Like, really, really fucking cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm a firm believer in, like, manifestation. Like, it's weird to think about, but, like, life is a game. Yeah, it is. Totally. It really is a game. Oh man, it's it's the most beautiful feeling because like if you're not good at something and you don't like something, fucking do it, get good, learn it. And you could literally like do something. Like yeah. it sounds silly, like I don't even know how to like articulate it. You sound like me when in the hot tub when I'm high. <laughs> did, you, did you guys lace my uh yeah, my right? energy drink? Um, but like it's it's just so interesting. Like you can do you can whatever do, you want. Well, you can literally. You ever get do, the feeling that you could do? You could. <laughs> you, you could. And you, you could have a, anything. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. If practically speaking, you can. When you think back to that moment when you did move back and you see where you are now, what do you feel? Grateful. Definitely feel accomplished. You well, should. I'm That's not. So sick. I'm not where I want to be yet, and I don't think we ever will be where we want to be. I think life is well, always huh? trying to get to like the next step, like and not being complacent. Right. Because that's kind of what got me into that mess, being complacent. So I feel accomplished. I'm definitely proud of myself. Just got to keep pushing. Joe, you've been very quiet. I like listening. <laughs> he's, got, he's got good ears. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it a lot. I love the story. You went to school for being a cop? Yeah. You wanted to oh, be a cop? Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, it. So I did three years in uh, in college. I was going to be a cop. I was you going went to college in... To, really? be a, to be a cop. Yeah. Wow. Um, like law enforcement. Yeah, I did criminal justice three years. Wait, why'd wow. you have to go to college for that? Don't you do a course? Well, because I think you don't. You don't have to, but it's nice to have like the course as like a background before you go into the academy. And I'm sure you'll get paid more if you have it too, right? Yeah, it definitely had its uh, its benefits. And also, I didn't want to learn anything else. You just felt like you had to go to college, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to take classes that are at least going to fucking benefit me in the career choice that I want. 
but I wanted to be like an undercover. Mm. So I grew up acting my whole life, like middle school doing plays, high school plays, improv, comedy sketches. Um, and then I also did acting in college. So I wanted to like mix both worlds to where I could like act as like a bad guy, but right. I was still a cop, you know? Ah, okay. So it felt like I was being a character. Um, you get too involved in the underworld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is cocaine. Let me try. <laughs> God, I love this job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. And when did you decide to just not do it? So all through that, I was working. Uh, I was a manager at Brookstone. Oh wow! Yeah, I was selling massage chairs. I love those chairs. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool store to be working. It was at, fun. I feel like yeah, in the mall. Yeah. Fuck yeah! So Zane would come to my work when I'd have a lunch break, and we'd be filming Vine videos. So I was working full time, school full time, and then we would just like film videos when we had a chance. And then we started getting brand deals on Vine, and we we're like, "What is this? Like, we're making money off of this app. Like, wow. it doesn't make any sense." And then we started getting more and more. And I was like, yo, I'm making more money off of this than my full-time job. What was your first brand deals on Vine? Like, how much did you get paid for Now it? This News, I think, was our first one. Oh, they're still a thing. Yeah. They're in but the it was gas when they stations. first... What? They're in gas stations. Oh, like on the um, on um, actual pumps, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's oh, like, what's yeah. trending now, This right, News? Right, right. Yeah. It's like a kind of Facebooky type thing. Very. Um, but yeah, I think it was like 400 bucks for our first one. That's a lot. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, and then like it got up to like a couple grand and we were like, holy shit. Wow. Uh, so we started making more money off that. And then we had like a little pact. We're like, if we get, uh, I think it was 50,000 subscribers on Vine, we'll quit school and move to LA or something like, I think it was like 50 or a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up hitting it and going like way past it. And I was like, all right, well. All right, let's go. Let's give it a shot. And then we just And then when you when you moved to LA you just kept doing Vine, right? Yeah. That was your like primary thing. Yeah. Wow. When Vine shut down, were you pretty established on YouTube or were you scared of what was gonna happen? I didn't I didn't have anything on YouTube. That Vine was the only thing I had. Did your heart sink when you heard? Yeah. Uh and for some reason we not that we weren't likable on Vine. People followed us because they knew Every so often we were going to post a funny vine. They're like, okay, I can get a quick laugh from these two. It wasn't like they cared about us or liked who we were like right. as people. It was just like, I know if I follow this page, they're going to post a funny skit. So our numbers didn't translate to any other platform. Oh. Like we had like 3.7 million on Vine, but I had 10,000 on Instagram. So once Vine was gone, I was, I was gone. And you couldn't post like stories on Vine, right? No. So you couldn't be like, go check out my youtube channel whatever you you would have to like post a vine which kind of yeah. like ruins the algorithm or whatever right. maybe then it ended and then as it was ending david started filming youtube videos and we were just like in that and then that started like boosting my instagram because people were like seeing more of who we were because it was like you could actually get to know somebody on youtube rather than like a six second video um so we started filming with him and then that went on and on and then it got to the point where I started my own channel down the road. After Vine died. Way after. Wow. So what were you doing in, in that middle time? I was on a channel with Elton, TFIL. And he paid you from that? Yeah, that was like our joint channel that we had together. Got it. And then after that is when I started my own. You like having joint channels? To me, they're more fun. It is. It's easier to film. Yeah. Because you have golf guys with Todd and your other friend. Ryan. 
And then Zane and Heath was a Vine account. Yep. We have the Zane and Heath podcast. But I kind of just like... You don't do YouTube anymore though, right? I haven't posted in a while. I would like to start posting again. We just haven't had time. I would have loved if you posted your last hiking trip, your camping one. I wanted to so bad. Dude, I was gonna would say, your camera have even survived? I couldn't have carried it for that long. <laughs> but with the altitude, was it cold up there? Where'd you climb? It was cold. Uh, we did Yosemite. We got uh, basically from Tuolumne Meadows all the way through up and over Clouds Rest and then out to Little Backpackers to the main area i would expect heath's um youtube videos to be similar to similar to like casey's where he like portrays himself like walking past the camera and, right like, right, you know, right. Kind of, like artistic and, and like you know maybe have like a funny twist on it or something like that but that's what i see you doing i've, like, I've tried were, a couple things like that before i like yeah. it you did yeah. that with the ea sports video yeah miami that came out great thank you yeah uh i would love to start filming again but i i want to film doing stuff that I enjoy and not here. Like I love traveling. I love like going to an, even if it's like something an hour away, staying at like a new spot, like something new. And I haven't really had time to like commit to being able to do that, but hopefully soon I can pick it back up. Your next hiking one as a fan, I would love to see. I'll bring you along, please. We're supposed to go. Uh, was it not hunting, uh, driving ATVs. And then Scott Brook is back. We're supposed to go hunting. No. <laughs> ATV, another redneck thing. <laughs> Guns? No. Because, like, I remember out of nowhere, Scott came back. He's like, yeah, I bought. Did we just break the wall? Yeah, you just break right through it. Your hand's outside. Because <laughs> Scott broke his back on an ATV. So then I don't think you guys ever went again. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to Lightweights. Uh, thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, thanks it for was having a, me, guys. It was a, uh, a very cool conversation that we had very uh warming to our listeners thank you in <laughs> my depression <laughs> <laughs> it was me venting for like no no it was really sick because i don't think that many people have heard that that story at least I don't, right i don't i haven't heard it maybe cool you've, you've talked about it on your podcast or whatever i don't know but not really in depth no. i don't think well yeah that's really cool that like the people know that you you don't give up and, and stuff like that so it was so inspirational like yeah. honestly that's why i wasn't uh talking it reminds me of david goggins and yeah. Jocko, very like, dude, you like literally like came back and like came back it. from the dead. You came you back from to. the dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Lightweights out. out. Oh, and check and check out Heath on, oh, uh, <laughs> on Zane's podcast. <laughs> and then when's the podcast coming back? Because you just finished season two. Yeah. So we're redoing um, the set. Are we're, you really? Yeah. Do you do that every season? Yeah. Oh, Wow. Um, do you know what you're doing? So we're do- yeah, yeah, I can show you guys some pictures. Uh, oh God, we're we're doing like a nice little like revamp. Getting the, you know, it's exciting. Like we want to keep everything fresh. We don't want it to be like the same shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, dope. See you guys later. Bye. See you guys. Thanks for having me.